Welcome to Animal Cafe, where you'll hear weekly interviews with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals, and a monthly segment reviewing fun, fabulous, and useful products for your pets. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for more. Hi, this is Edie Girolam, Animal Cafe's pet travel correspondent. Today I'm going to be talking with Dawn Ross, who has a website called PetAutoSafety.com and an associated blog, PetAutoSafetyBlog.com. So you can imagine what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, welcome, Dawn. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you, Edie. So uh, first of all, tell me a little about yourself and and about your business and uh, and the and the websites and blogs that you have. Okay. Um, well, I love animals, and more specifically, I really love dogs. I've pretty much had a dog in my life, every day of my life. Um, in fact, right after I got out of high school, I started a job at an animal shelter. Um, over the years, I've also worked at a boarding kennel. I fostered dogs. I volunteered at animal shelters. Um, I even volunteered for a wildlife rescue um, for a while. And, and I'm also a certified dog trainer. Um, I started this business uh, about five years ago, and it's basically because I had so many dogs that, from working at the shelter. I had three dogs, and traveling them with them was really a hassle. So I saw a car seatbelt for dogs in the catalog and got it and, you know, used that for years. Um, at some point when I had the opportunity to start a website, um, I, I definitely wanted to, to do something that I love, something that inspired me, and dogs inspired me. And I thought, well, what about pet travel? Nobody, you don't really hear too much about that. Um, that would be a great thing to, to get the word out about and, and uh, keep dogs safe in the car. And that's how I started that website. Interesting. So now, um, as you said, you started it five years ago in 2006 when pet travel safety wasn't really that much of an issue um, that much talked about. As you say, pet travel itself wasn't um, wasn't really discussed that much. Was there anything that uh, inspired you aside from having your own dogs to secure, um, to focus on safety, or was that just a natural offshoot of, of what you were interested in? Yeah, it was just pretty much a natural, I mean, just my first instinct. I mean, it was, it, I had the seatbelt um, from years ago, and I just really thought that that would be an awesome thing to, to make more available and started doing a bunch of research and found a lot of really good companies and they make them, they do a lot more testing than they used to back then. Back then it was just something plain and simple, whereas nowadays they do a lot of strength testing. Even some companies have done crash testing and I feel a lot better about my dogs being in the car with me. And that's interesting. And I, and I hope that a lot of other people, you know, think that's, a really good thing. I mean, you buckle up your children, you buckle yourself up. I mean, why not your pets as well? So you said you did a lot of research. Um, so why is securing your pet in the car so important? Uh, you, you mentioned children. What is there um, anything about pets that's particularly uh, important about securing their safety? Yeah, and it's not just for this dog safety. I mean, you're, you're 
pet is a part of the family and you want to keep him safe, but you have to remember, too, that any sort of object in the car, if there's a car accident, that object is going to get tossed around. Imagine, for example, like if, even if you have just a small 10-pound dog, if you have a crash at 50 miles per hour, that little dog uh, can cause a 500-pound impact. Imagine what that would do to your children or even to you if you got into a car accident, if your dog wasn't restrained. Um, an 80-pound dog, which um, one of my dogs is pretty close to that weight, at 30 miles per hour cause, uh, will cause like a two, over 2,000 pounds of an impact wow. in a car accident. Yeah, it's, so it's not just the dog's safety, it's your safety, and it's other people's safety. You know, if your dog is distracting you while you drive, you're, you're having him sitting in your lap, or you're trying to push him off your lap, you're trying to keep him in the back seat, and you cause a wreck, you run a light. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, things that could happen with a dog who's not properly restrained in the car. Well, tell me a little about the different types of car restraints. I know you mentioned seat belts, but I looked at your site and there are all kinds of seat belts, car seats, barrier, even uh, some people just use secured crates. Um, well, tell me about the different options and then we can talk about uh, whether, you know, if you if you think that there are some that are preferable to others depending on the type of dog. Okay. Um, well, I think that seat belts, and secured crates are probably the top two safest pet safety products. Um, with a seatbelt, your dog is kept in place and he's not tossed around. Um, with a crate, if, you, if the crate is secured, like uh, we have a kennel restraint that will strap the crate in, your dog is also secured in there. And I've, I've had customers that have had their dogs in a crate and they were in a car accident and the dog was just fine, which, you know, thank goodness for that. Um, but, you know, some dogs are too big to be put in a crate or some dogs don't like seat belts. Um, they may try to get out of them or chew them off. Um, barriers, is a, a, like a pet barrier, would be a way to keep the dog in the back seat if you have a um, some sort of, like a, a pet net or something that keeps the dog in the back. Um, that will help keep the dog from being a distraction to you. It may not necessarily help the dog in a car accident, except for maybe perhaps keep them from being tossed through the front windshield or something in the event of a car accident. Um, now, car, pet car seats is an interesting product because it works like a seat belt in the sense that your dog is restrained in it. It's not just a seat that your dog sits in. They're actually harnessed in, and that's great for little dogs. You know, sometimes little dogs, you know, they like to look out the window a pet car seat would really help them be able to look out the window and not be a distraction to you, and they're still safe because they're strapped in. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I'm going to try to show some pictures, but maybe you could explain the barrier a little bit more. Where does it, how does it attach? Is it from the ceiling? How does that work? Well, there's different kinds of barriers. Um, there's some pet nets that would attach to the ceiling and the side, and they would provide, you know, complete coverage to keep your dog from getting in the front. Um, there's some pet nets that just cover a portion and that would just keep your dog from being able to climb. You know, some dogs like to climb over the console, you know, and try to get in the front seat. That The pet net would keep them from doing that. Um, there's also a metal barrier, um, and that's usually for SUVs and stuff, and you install that in the back behind your second row seat, and that would just keep your dog in the back. And another one is just a plain um, 
like a canvas barrier that just pretty much covers the console area so your dog can't climb up over into the front. And it, it, it could also uh, keep them from being thrown forward in the event of a car accident. Now, one of the things I, um, I'm wondering about is how expensive are these products? Are they, um, is there a range? Uh, you mentioned something that could be installed in the car. Um, how is, what's the typical, let's say for seat belts, car seats, how does that, um, how does that work in terms of pricing? Um, for the seat belts, they range from anywhere about 15 to 40 plus dollars. It really depends on the company that we get them from, how much research they put into the, the safety. Um, the lower cost seat belts, you know, they've done some strength testing, but it hasn't been as intense as maybe some others. Um, there's like the 40 plus seat belt has been crash tested. Crash testing costs millions of dollars, mm -hmm. and that's why that seat belt is over $40. Um, others, most of, most of the companies have done some really rigorous strength testing, and that doesn't, you know, just because they didn't spend the millions of dollars to crash test doesn't mean that those seat belts aren't good. If they've done rigorous testing, you know, that's still that's still a really good thing. Um, so those, those those ones that have the best, uh, the, the more testing that's been done, tends to be the higher the price. Mm -hmm. um, with barriers, it can range. You know, we have a, a little canvas barrier that's like fifteen dollars, but you get up to the big metal barriers, and they run up to over a hundred or more, depending on how big. Um, so those are mostly based on size or what what the kind of materials they're made from. And since we get our products from so many different uh, companies, you know, it just really depends. We kind of base our pricing on what what um, they what they what they set for us. Mm -hmm. Now, did you um, did you try all the products yourself? How do you choose products? Um, we research the company. We we try to find out how much testing they've done. We we ask for proof. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, we get samples of the products and, and try them out and see how they work, so how, how easy are the seat belts to put on, how well do the car seats stay in place, how well do they restrain the dog, um, uh, various different things. And looking okay. at also the reputation of the company, how much how much have they really invested in this company? Is it just a startup company? And if so, how much how much have they really done to make sure their product is safe? So pretty much anything you sell has been very well researched, and you feel you feel comfortable with that. Yes. Um, and are your dogs uh, pretty low key about <laughs> doing all that testing? Do they do they, <laughs> do they mind? <laughs> yeah. If you look at my blog, the petautosafetyblog.com, mm -hmm. the big yellow lab there at the very top of the page is my dog Maya. She's she's often. Uh, my model <laughs> for the products, and you know, my other dog Sassy is, is uh, she doesn't mind it either. But it's really hard to get a good picture of her. <laughs> she kind of has a grumpy look about her. But you know, my big yellow lab, always happy looking. She she's a great model, and she loves it. She loves the attention. <laughs> so your blog is where you you do specific um, you discuss specific products and and testing them, and people can read about them if they're interested, uh, how they work. So you, you review things on your blog as well as selling, um, yeah. selling them on your website. Okay. And one thing about the blog, too, is, you know, we, t we mention the good points and the bad points. 
you know, we make we make sure that you know if there's a drawback to a certain product, we make sure to mention it. So now tell me, is um, you well, you you tell uh, you mentioned that you um, go to different pet events and as a vendor, and people ask questions. Um, I'm thinking that the holidays are coming up, um, and you might want to give some friends a present of safety. Um, but, you know, somebody that you've ridden in a car with and you see, though, that they're not really being secure, how would you, how would you suggest it? And then maybe you can make some suggestions for um, actual gifts that are not too expensive and that might be good starter gifts for, for people who have never used a seatbelt or a barrier or anything like that. I think, you know, maybe talking to your friend would be easier than maybe talking to somebody you see at the store who's had their dog hanging out the window. You you know, approaching the stranger would be a little bit more difficult. But with a friend, you know, you can kind of bring it up lightly, you know. You have a friend who has a crazy dog and and they're jumping all around the seat and trying to get in the front and you could just say, you know, wow, your dog is really energetic. Does it bother you when you drive? And then they could say, well, yeah, or or no, or, you know, how, whatever their answer is, and you can kind of go from there. Or if you have somebody who likes to drive with their dog in their lap, um, you could say, well, your dog looks really cute when he's sitting there in your lap, you know, while you're driving. It kind of looks like he's driving. But aren't you worried about if you get in a car accident what that airbag will do to him? That would be a good start. And, you know, they, they might say something like, well, he likes to sit in the front, he likes to see out the window, and you could just mention a set car seat or something for him. Mm-hmm. So have you ever had that experience where you convinced someone that they needed to be a bit more safe with their dogs? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when we do the pet events especially, or, you know, we have people asking us questions online, emails, you know, saying, this is my dog and what do you think is best? Or um, at pet events, people will say, oh, my dog doesn't really wear a seat doll. I'm like, well, it's actually very easy to get them used to it. Um, we always give a tip sheet out when you buy a, a seat belt. We tell you how you can teach your dog to actually enjoy wearing the seatbelt. Um, so that, you know, just talking to him a little bit, bit, bit about it, tell him how, what the different options are. You can even go as far as mentioning the barriers. It may not be as safe as the uh, dog seatbelt, but, you know, if they're reluctant for anything, maybe you can convince them that a barrier is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So that might be a starter product for some people, and then they might progress after that to to a seat belt or a car seat or something like that. Right. So if if you were to um, give somebody who's kind of open to the idea present, do you have any suggestions? And you can name specific products that you love if, uh, if you feel um, that there's something that you're really excited about and want to share the word with people or actually even if not as a gift just for people to buy for themselves if you have anything that you think is new and exciting that you've gotten really interested in. Okay, yeah. Um, well, for bigger dogs, I mean, seatbelts are always good. And we just we just got this new brand of seatbelts called Bergen uh, mm-hmm. Pet Travel Harness. And they have done extensive strength testing on their seatbelts. And we, we got them and we tried them on our dog and, and uh, I mean, they just fit really well. They're very adjustable, and they're reasonably priced. Even though they put a, a lot of, you know, testing into it, 
they they are in the middle, you know, as far as pricing goes, which is pretty good. And we're pretty excited about those. Uh, another popular gift would be like a pet car seat, especially for little dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert Hound makes some pretty good pet car seats, and they're they're reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier that the, generally the more testing that somebody's done, the more expensive they are. But Albert Hound has been around for a very long time, so they you know they've been able to lower their prices over the years since they've already made up for you know all that expense that they put into testing their products. Are they one of the first companies around? What are some of the um, popular companies that have done a lot of testing that you you might recommend that people go to to um, research? Um, I know you you sell most products. So how how many companies I should ask? Let me backtrack. Do you um, represent in on your site? Oh my goodness, uh, no, I don't know the exact number. I'd I'd probably say around ten. Okay. Um, I think the best companies are Bergen, Kurgo, and Outward Hound. Um, General Cage does the metal barriers. They're really good. Um, those are, I think those are, would be my four favorite. Okay. Okay. Well, and um, and you have a range of, of products for different dogs and different sizes. and. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess that um, the bottom line is people should go to your website to to look <laughs> at it, and that's uh, again petautosafety.com, and uh, I'll put them up on on the blog and on uh, Animal Cafe, of course, and um, put links to them, and and then your blog in which you do product reviews, and that's petautosafetyblog.com. So anyway, well, thank you for talking to me today about. Uh, pet safety. It's, it's a very important topic. and it's Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Edie. It's been a very nice conversation. I hope we uh, do get a lot of other um, people keeping their dogs safe. And uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this latest Animal Cafe segment, and we'll look forward to having you back next week and uh, talking, listening to the other segments by our different animal experts.